Grog. Hey everyone, welcome to the Cider Shed Podcast. I'm Matthew Weir. I'm joined by Kerry Warbis. How are you doing? How's your Friday going, Kerry? It's good. I was slight, not worse for wear, but I went out last night and I kind of woke up with a start this morning a little bit later than I thought. When you woke up with a start, do you mean someone had applied jump cables to you? <laughs> they bloody should have. Yes. So today has felt a little long, but the good thing is I've got a four-day weekend ahead of me. So that helped me get through the working day. Yeah, birthday girl. Yeah. Good for you. What was the evening? Oh, I went to out with my daughter and a couple of colleagues from the place I used to work at. And we went to a bring your own booze Persian restaurant and just some, you know, like really beautiful food that's very simple, dead straightforward and delicious. How about you? You were out and about, weren't you? I went rock and rolling, yeah. I went to see Bristol's finest, Idols. They played in Porto last night, the opening night of their European tour. Last time they played here was about five years ago and they were jammed into this tiny little room. So that was an insane gig because it was in a little square. It was like someone's living room, really. (laughs) And then last night, they come back and they play this new venue, which was under refurbishment when I moved to Porto, Superbock Arena. What a gig. Like, they're so good. Is Superbock, that's the beer, isn't it? Yeah, that's not so good. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) But you can't tell anyone that here. All right, Kerry. Well, that's our evenings. Let's take a little break and we'll talk about the evenings of Ambridge. Welcome one. Welcome all, from the people that brought you Grundyland, Willy Wonka's Wambridge Whackfest. Who are those weird silver-faced people who live in the walls? That's the unknowns, or as they're known by their other name, the gills. Is the river brown because it's chocolate? No, dear child. That's because Brian's f***ed a load of asbestos and chemicals into it. Is that child inflating over there because it's eaten some kind of defective gobstopper? No, no, that's just Rosie. Come to the Grundyland. Willy Wonka Wambridge Whackfest today. More fun than f***ing ferrets. That's for sure as shit. No refunds. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Would you go to parkour in the pub, Kerry? Well, it's a lie, isn't it? Because it was outside the pub. If it had been in the pub, which is what I thought it was, and then listened again and they said, well, he'll be in the car park. I had visions of him honestly sort of toppling pub tables and glasses and getting into the fireplace and, you know, rolling (laughs) around on the beams and benches and things. 
in a very bad yeah. way, which could be quite amusing, I think. Bad parkour indoors Wasn't might be funny. One of the ideas that Alan Partridge tried to pitch to Tony Hares, the director general of the BBC, before he said monkey tennis, didn't he say inner city sumo? And the guy <laughs> looked at him and he went, he goes, very cheap. You could do it in a pub car park. <laughs> I feel well, that's like what we've got yeah. here. Oh, dear. It be like loads of things about this. Chazza, he's only just had his broken leg or ankle sorted out. So why was he suggesting that he should do this? Then he really realised he can't do it anyway. He's got no skills, even though he practised a bit and was shit. So then backed out pretending he'd pulled a hamstring. I liked it when Jim said, uh, don't forget your limp, when he was announcing that they were not able yeah. to go ahead. What other things could attract you to a pub? So you've got parkour in the pub. We've got any more alliteration? Budget booze. Uh, daredevil darts. <laughs> I used to drink in a pub called the Beaufort, where the, to get to the men's toilets, you had to walk in the line of fire of the dartboard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh dear. Interior designer needed to have a look at that one. <laughs> it's probably on purpose. I've booked a country pub for next weekend to take my mum. It's all Mother's Day like weekend. And I booked the snug because it has got a dartboard in it so that we can play darts. Oh, lovely. You know, like quite house proud moving into a new apartment, but there's a lot of chat about getting a dartboard here. And good on you. I've just like we will wreck the area around the dartboard, just so you know. Well, I have told you before, haven't I, about the tripod. Yeah, that's what the Martians use in War of the Worlds, right, Kerry? Yeah, it was all about darts, that uh, book, wasn't it? <laughs> aliens playing darts. There is actually an aliens darts connection here. Have you ever seen the Armstrong and Miller sketch where the guy has never played darts in his life and he's really middle class and they're at a party and he goes, go on, have a go, Steve. And it's um, Alexander Armstrong and he throws and he gets like triple 20. And he went, is that good? And he went, oh no, the best thing you can get. And he suddenly becomes absolutely fantastic. <laughs> He's a natural and he rises to the top. And then one day, whatever his name, Miller comes down and he's like an alien. You must come with us. <laughs> and apparently he's just been like planted on Earth. Oh, uh, but oh, no, that's the thing I forgot. Miller has a voice of a dart. He went, Steve, you require to come with us. <laughs> you have to get on board the UFO. He has to go up and save their planet. I want to see this. They were good, weren't they? They had some right cracking They sketches. were early on, like really early on. I... I can't believe I mentioned Alien Darts and you know a skit about it. It's mental. Yeah. Season one and two of that, I absolutely loved. I particularly liked uh, the Inspector Moore's character, who was basically like Harry. He was like constantly drunk. And part the, the mm. symptom of his addiction was that he always believed he had a train driver character called Mr. Chuffy next to him in the pub that he would consult and he'd been long been sacked from the force and didn't realize and was just in reality was just terrorizing his neighbor who was a vegetarian bookseller <laughs> trying to solve stuff needlessly like harrison this is what's going to happen to harrison isn't it when he has <laughs> yeah, no job well dragged back there kerry okay i mean do a little bit of harrison we can circle back round to the ball there's no formula to this uh, what's alice doing However, can't be crossed with her. He was an idiot for not speaking to mom in the first place, as we know. None of this would be happening if he'd just gone to his superior. Because Fallon and Alice were together and Fallon noticed Norris. And off Alice dashed, which was terrible for Fallon. 
And then Harrison realises what's happening. So she's totally dropped him in it further, deeper, deeper in the shit that he's already in. Did Harrison learn this brand of fessing up from Marky? Go and confess something that no one's actually bothered about. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that when it goes to trial, if Harrison has to go up against Marky, they're like, well, uh, actually, it was all my fault, to be honest. And Marky's like, no, it's mine. It's mine. Send me to jail, not him. <laughs> also, he was really pathetic in front of mum as if it was like oh like if it if it makes it any better i'm really sorry as if she'd go oh right okay fine then and then then because she said uh is the, this seems to be something of a weakness for you considering you sort of did similar with the philip moss case that was when he told Kirsty about Blake, wasn't it? And then Kirsty went and told Philip. And then he goes, well, uh, I prefer to call it uh, bad luck. It's not bad luck, is it, you idiot? Also, I, I don't know what Mam's been doing, because she said, generally, you're an excellent police officer. I know. <laughs> She's as bad a copper as he is if she hasn't worked that out. <laughs> what, a, what a bloody police station this is. I think they just found her wandering the car park tonight. She didn't really know what she was doing. Yeah, she's not a policewoman either. Harrison went, I've got to go back to work for four hours now. Um, hot dogs, is it? I sell again? I can't remember. <laughs> so, and then, of course, Fallon, very cross with Alice, has dumped Alice because her priority is her lovely man who she adores. And she, she's sick of dealing with Alice's mess of a life. Will Alice now, having probably got Harrison the sack, having lost a really good friend, having lost her man, who was a twat, is this enough to force her back to the body? But I, I really hope that she had that conversation with Jim when Jim yeah. said that she's an absolute delight and you're... He said, oh, have I upset you? And she said, no, you said absolutely the right thing. Yeah, he said absolutely a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of absolutely there, wasn't there? Absolute vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> He was buying wine gums and people on Twitter were going, don't give them to Alex. <laughs> it's nice, though, that we had that flashback to three years ago when she gave birth in the back of Jim's Riley and Jazza had to deliver. Mm, not, not whilst doing parkour. <laughs> yes, poor old Alice. She's, she's kind of shocked herself. Hasn't she? she does this quite often, doesn't she? Is this because she comes from a place of privilege where barely any consequence occurs or has occurred in her life other than the drinking? Is it like, oh, you can say what you like, you know, mummy and daddy normally pick everything up for me. What unthinking strangeness came over her to dash over to Norris? Oh, it's totally unrealistic, isn't it? You wouldn't do that mm. unless you've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> ah, also... Do you think this possibly will lead to Harrison and Fallon splitting up? I don't think it will lead to them splitting up. I think they'll stay together. I think it might result in Harrison losing his job. Mm. I also think it was a little bit of a red flag that they had that conversation on Sunday about ideal man, ideal woman. She said, well, I'm not your ideal woman because you would have liked a family. And this yeah. was on the back of them just having it off impromptu mm. in bed. Will she get pregnant, do you think? Got a pancake baby on the way. <laughs> uh, and he said, oh, no, no, I've made my peace. 
if you went round to someone's house on a rainy Sunday morning and they offered you a bacon sarnie, would you refuse? Well, two people refused, didn't they? Very strange. Yeah. All a bit invasion of the body snatchers, that. Yeah, do you think that was the strangest thing that happened this week? Yeah. Two refusals of bacon sandwiches. Yeah. Harrison said no. Well, with him, it's practically cannibalism, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What was she doing at 7.30am rustling around with wet logs? <laughs> she wanted to get out of the house because she, she's been cooped in with COVID, hasn't she? Yeah, well, so have a lot of us at times, but we didn't then go rootling about in wet logs. No, I think she thought she was doing them a massive favour. And it was likened to the boy who cried wolf. Oh, yeah. Someone on Twitter dared to say it's nice of her to get Adam out of the rain. You, hey. you copyrighted this log thing, Kerry, or what? No, fair game. It's been going for so long. I, I take that as a compliment, really. Yeah. It's been going years, hasn't it? One thing that we enjoyed, as we've mentioned again, the return of lovely Jim. Oh, yes. Oh, his lovely voice. He was so sweet to Alice. The fact that he prefers being in the quiz as a contestant rather than being quiz master. Yep. Says a lot about him, doesn't it? Yeah. He loves a puzzle. What's the longest canal in the UK, Kerry? (laughs) The Grand Union Canal starts in Birmingham, ends in Brentford, 55 locks. Yep. 147 miles. That's what I heard. But do you know what Wikipedia says? <laughs> oh, no, is it totally different? 137 miles. Ah. So are we just mishearing it? Oh, I'm not going to bloody listen again, are you? Well, I suppose on the omnibus we will. Because actually it says here, the Grand Union Canal. It's my spanning... You right? You right, Kerry? Yeah, my coaster stuck to the bottom of my glass. It's annoying when that happens, isn't it? And then just drops off. The Grand Union Canal, spanning an impressive 137 miles. The Grand Union Canal holds the distinction of being the longest canal in the UK connected to Roger! <laughs> yes, what's happened to us? Yeah, but what we didn't find out was how many time zones are there in Russia. It's Gert Mackey, isn't it, Russia? I think. All right, Kerry, I'm going to call yeah. this round. How many time zones in Russia? Mm-hmm. Multiple choice. Yeah. How many time zones in Russia? <laughs> yes, and the multiple choices are six, nine. Ten, eleven, six. Final answer. Yeah. You came here with no money tonight, Gary. Yes, that's true. I can tell you now. <laughs> you're gonna leave without with no money. <laughs> <laughs> 11 time zones. 11? Back to lovely Jim. So we had that yes. lovely moment in the shop with Alice. I mean, practically the Borchester Echo at this point is covering the fact that Alistair's got a boner for Denise. Yeah. Vet fancies assistant. Yeah. 
whoever he mentions it to in a sort of oblique way, they go, what, you mean Denise, do you? Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, uh, I can't really tell you who, but, um, you know, I've kind of got feel. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just, I like the way they keep cutting him off, isn't it? Jazza went, that's Denise, isn't it? <laughs> Do you think Jazza was judgy? Judge Jazza? I'd watch that show. <laughs> the DJ name. Was he overly judgy or, or on point? He's got a good point in a relationship that starts through cheating, I think, is always going to have that issue. Mm. Well, look at Jerry Watsit and Christian Horner at the moment. Did you see that footage of her singing um, Wannabe to a bunch of school kids while a piano player plays? No, that sounds awful. Yeah, the the expressions on the kids' faces are just... Like, <laughs> I, I saw a tweet that basically said, look at these kids' faces as Jerry barks wannabe at them. And then in the comments, people just keep posting, you know, that brilliant thing, which is very, very simple, but you just take a still of the person's face and just post it as a comment. Oh, yeah. Yes. Zoom in. Yeah. Well, you know, she took Christian from his pregnant wife, Matthew. Yeah. And she's a Tory as well. Love's young dream. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want mm. is for us to take a break okay <laughs> hey there you why would you want to let that pension burn a hole in your pocket why not invest in matt crawford's obviously existent costa rican racetrack don't miss the opportunity of a lifetime just sold woodbine cottage F it hand all your cash over to matt he's your boy guaranteed returns within 137 years or your money back Come with us now on Matt Crawford's Costa Rican Racetrack Adventure and let your badger become a true tiger. Warning, investment in Matt Crawford's Costa Rican Racetrack. My result in loss of savings, pensions, will to live, suspension of disbelief in this sodding storyline and your vital organs. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Beep, 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 beep. Friendship never ends. I remember in the Gower. Mm. That had just come out, that song. Yeah. And it wasn't really clear if they were like the next Beastie Boys or if they were a terrible pop manufactured pop band at that point. <laughs> and we all just sat there going, what does it mean? Does it mean you can sleep with your friends? Or like sat around this campfire. I remember this guy Dodds going, no, 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 no. What it means is that friendship is really fucking important, man. Like, and he just started going. Oh, I was like, I don't, I don't think it does mean that, you know. But Jazza, Jazza, good boy saying it's a bit of a messy situation isn't it How, and jim was right we don't know what john is going through on the other side of things the husband of what Denise. in san lucia he's having <laughs> <Yeah>. a great time <laughs> but you know he might be trying his hardest to make the best of this marriage we just don't know they need to sort their shit out first before you start trying to cop off properly with denise dangerous territory there was that bit where jazza went live for the moment and dance like no one's watching and pig farm like no one's like installing kpis and you know <laughs> i thought at some point it was gonna someone was gonna be like well do the parkour then you fucking coward <laughs> and actually doesn't that mean go on alistair do what you like yeah that was essentially <laughs> what Denise. i was saying yeah yeah go for I've it changed my mind Come round to the pig unit, roll around in the mud with her. I'll film it and send it to John. Why doesn't Alistair just have a normal conversation with Denise, though, and just say, look, this is how things are. This is how I'm feeling. Well, they know how it, they both feel, don't they? They've acknowledged it. They were about to kiss at Christmas and then Paul burst in. That's bloody ages ago, though. Like, have a conversation about, you know, what is going on at your home? Are you likely to be separating Am I barking up the wrong tree here? That kind of stuff. Just chat it over instead of just speaking to all your mates about it. Did your stomach make a funny noise while you were talking? Yes, it did, <laughs> yes. Are dark playing aliens coming down to collect you? <laughs> I, I'm drinking some Prosecco. Yuck. Don't like it, but it was a bottle that was bought for me. Who bought it for you, Kerry? My friend Evie. Do they listen to this podcast? EV charging station. No, they don't. Uh, because we didn't have any ice cubes, I've put in, I thought, oh, ingenious. I've put in loads of frozen berries in the glass. And now those frozen berries have got all sort of big and fluffy <laughs> and soft. And the drinks just turned into a right nightmare. I'm turning my head in the way a confused Labrador does, Kerry. Why have you put ice in the Prosecco? Why don't you just chill? Because the it bastard? wasn't chilled. Okay, I get it. Yeah, it wasn't chilled. I tell you, someone who wasn't chilled this week, Harry. Segway. I've got a present for you. Open the present. Of course, I'm all right. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's so horrible. What was the expensive perfume? Do you reckon it was Dewberry? He scoured the earth to find it. 
Mm, it is expensive on eBay now, now that it doesn't exist. He let slip that he was arrested, didn't he? Yes. But that would have probably been a useful tool in not blaming Harrison. Of course. She, just, she could have said she heard on the horse fine. <laughs> I mean, she was trying to hint because he said outright, didn't he? Right. Who have you heard this from? And she didn't reply. She said, it's Harrison, isn't it? And if it is Harrison, that's a breach of GDPR. And, you know, shouldn't have said that I got arrested. She went, you were arrested. His defence was, anyone can get arrested. <laughs> Not in this village, mate. <laughs> yes, he was quite manic. Oh, he was sniffing again, wasn't he, as well? Yeah. The coke nose was happening. Go, hey, I bought this wonderful horse in Carlisle, Alice. Take a look. And then she was going to look and it'd be like one of those horses out in the concourse of Tesco's that you pay a pound to let your kid ride on. <laughs> or it's actual horse. <laughs> yeah. How much did you pay for this? For this <laughs> he horse, just opens Harry? his palm. Here's the horse from Carlisle. What do you think? I bought. Loads of brown powder. Well, we had some dodgy horse chat on our Patreon this week, didn't we? Because we did, we went back in time and revisited Melling Equestrian with Hugo yes. Melling and Matt Crawford. That was good fun. More about that later. That's a horse noise. <laughs> that episode involved drugs too. Which drugs? Did, oh, yeah, yeah. It involved the magic mushrooms. I thought you meant yeah. just Christine being high on life. <laughs> so, yeah, Harry got dumped. You must have been... Yeah. Absolutely loving this, Kerry. I am loving it, but I'm slightly fearful as well because he's going to be angry. And I think angry Harry is capable of doing awful things. You know, dirty Harry. Well, there's angry Harry as yeah. well. And the film of angry Harry is him careering around in his Robin Reliant. <laughs> <laughs> Being horrible to people. Yeah, he's not going to take this lying down, is he? He's probably going to cause even worse trouble for Harrison. It was quite a depressing end to the week, wasn't it? I thought there was real deflation when I heard the episode about the tree. The whole week has been a, a bit of an odd one. I mean, how many times do we say that? Let's have a little talk about that, that tree thing, because Helen and you love the sound of the audio when they're talking through the microphone in the viewing window. <laughs> Did you enjoy Neil and Susan at the same time being up in that? Helicopter. Yes, I actually could envisage them sort of sitting very close together with those like headsets with microphones yeah. on. Yeah, I had massive treasure hunt there. vibes. Yeah, I loved the sound of it, yeah. And they were going, oh, the pigs look like toys. Lakey Hill looks different from up here, no shit. Do you know what's embarrassing about that, like the animals looking like toys, was in fact they would, they'd barely got off the ground and they were just over David's miniature farm. <laughs> They are toys. Oh, look, those toy pigs look even smaller than the actual pigs. When they came over Lakey Hill, they would be like, gee, oh, there's Lakey Hill. My God, what are all those couples doing? <laughs> it's an orgy, Susan. Don't look. Writhing bodies at the top of Lakey Hill. What are they? Oh, and there's the church. It's like looking at our whole lives. It's like, yes, you've literally gone on a helicopter ride over four houses. Over the place where you've lived your entire life. Yeah, you've never f***ing gone anywhere else, have you? And when you get the chance to go up in a helicopter, you go over the bit that you live in. It's so sad. Have a helicopter ride, I don't know, anywhere out of the county. 
But of course, they had to spot the uprooting of the old massive oak tree, which has never been mentioned as being near the EV charging station. Oh, I hope they don't do anything to that oak tree that's right in the middle of where the EV charging station is going to be. Never mentioned so far. Rob Williams got in touch on Facebook to say, what was Susan doing to Neil when they saw the big oak tree? Because did you hear him? <laughs> he did such a weird... Ooh, I can't do it. Very strange, groaning, agonised. Yeah. Who was she stroking? Who was she stroking? Matthew Penny said, It was an incredible noise. Neil makes the best sounds. Would love a Cider Shed compilation of them all. Which, to which Rob Williams said, Something for the patrons? Matthew Penny said, Yes, this would convince me enough to become a patron. Who said that? Matthew Penny. Matthew, why aren't you one? Yeah, the pen is dropping for Matthew. <laughs> It only costs pennies. Yeah, it does cost pennies. Sorry, Matthew, you've probably heard penny jokes all your life, so I apologise for that. It's like me being called weirdo. I did come back and say we did compare Neil's noises to Linda's Lama's noises a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, Jess Glennie said, please keep it on Patreon. Those of us with misophonia don't want to hear. I think I've got that. Stole Laden Hose and said, let's hope the helicopter company doesn't apply a cleaning surcharge. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't him going, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not now, I mean, Susan, for God's sake. But it is a very sorrowful event, isn't it? Seeing a tree that's been, you know, like that one that was in the gap near Hadrian's Wall. But isn't that why they're doing it? What, to be like the gap at Hadrian's Wall? Yeah. Well, that was done by a 16-year-old or something. <laughs> and there, there wasn't an EV charging station. No, but isn't that why it suddenly appeared in the storyline? Quite possibly, but in any event, seeing a tree felled is horrible, isn't it? They did it round here recently when we moved into this neighbourhood here. There were mm. like oak trees going all the way up the street that were factored into the the way that they pedestrianised the street. And I walked up the road about two months ago, and they just come. They'd cut every single one down at the root. What is it? Is a proper sort of visceral? I get. I wouldn't make the noise that Neil did, but. Have a go it's at it, Gary. <laughs> but it's properly upsetting that, I think. And any, and there's something extra awful about it happening when it's business doing it, just to sort of get on with their money making. Yeah, it's foul. <laughs> I just made the horse noise. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously, you know, you have to sometimes do it because they're diseased and stuff or like the big gale that there was, was it in 1986 or something? There was a massive hurricane and loads of elms in Brighton were knocked over by the winds. I think I dated that big gale. <laughs> big gale in 1986. That was really upsetting, seeing loads of trees that had withstood decades just on the ground and it's you can't help them. <laughs> Don't like was it, it 1986 or it was 1987? Well, you know, round about then. I was in Greece when it happened. I was on Mykonos. Kerry doesn't remember the years of wind problems. <laughs> no, I was in Mykonos and I can remember seeing um, on the news that there'd been this massive storm in my homeland. What were you doing in Mykonos? In the 80s. You see, I was there before it all went nuts and went really, really expensive. I discovered it, basically. Kerry? Yeah? Should we have a little chat about our socials? Why not? All righty. Cider Shed Productions brings you the hottest helipad happy ending of the year, Heli Oaks. 
starring Neil and Susan Carter. But look, look, look! But they can't! Can they? Oh, no, no, no! Look out for the chopper. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you want to support us, you can do that by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the cider shed. As Kerry said, literally pennies just to give us a helping hand. We did a Patreon special this week where we went back to November 2017, in which the ramifications and the fallout of Matt Crawford's horse scandal rocked Ambridge. Christine felt a bit of a knob and uh, Freddie and Nolatando. Yeah, no, she, not literally, no. I don't think she's ever felt one, has she? And uh, Freddie and Nolatando force-fed Lizzie magic mushrooms. We had some lovely comments about that. Robin Ben said, there's a great sniff game going on, even with the first minute. Almost satisfactorily accompanied by the discreet tinkling of a St. Stephen's merry organ. On that note, I wonder who played the organ between the death of Phil and the, the arrival of Jacob? I thought it might be Jim, <laughs> but he said that Jim, obviously being a strict atheist... And his recent beginner's piano lessons with Madame Kiki suggest to me that he couldn't quite have reached the standard required to fulfill even a village organist duties, which are, from my experience, many moons ago, surprisingly arduous. Robin Ben, you were a church organist? Tell us more about that. Liam said, great to hear Nick again. That was the other thing, wasn't it, Nick? Gillian said, yeah, and Robert. Yeah. Kate Melnick said, excitedly refreshing my mails to see if the Patreon is up, not realizing there's homework. So she had to go and listen to the episode. Oh, bless. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Gillian asked, why did Ian kick Adam out? Can you remember, Kerry? Because he referenced that he stayed at that room in the bull where Lillian was. Oh, he'll have been flirting with somebody, won't he? Snogging it was Charlie. Like, yeah. And Jessa North just wrote in all caps, Hugo Melling. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all understand that. Vivian said she couldn't believe it was six and a bit years ago, this episode because it seems mm. so recent with the Pip and Lily stuff. And she said she must have a lie down and fan herself with the echo. Uh, Green... <laughs> Jane Croucher said, thanks, guys. Much more fun than working. A great episode. Nice to say goodbye to Robert and Nick, although shame we were royless and had to put up with Lexi instead. Yeah, Lexi and Ian went to La Cerzera's opening night, didn't they? Oh, God, with her dreadful accent. But she said, but no Pat, no Helen, no dodgy thugs. And a wonderful daft analysis by you two as well. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline Godkin said, okay, because commenting on your midweek special is more important than work. <laughs> <laughs> One, wasn't the Isle of Wight incident the Johnny Piercing incident? It could be. That rings a bell. Ah, yes. Two, yeah, because his passport is impounded, isn't it? Two, Harry 100% drives a Defender. I have a sample size of one, but they definitely said, let me show you what this can do. <laughs> <laughs> give us the details caroline 
I would like to request someone in this Patreon who is artistic create an image of Freddy riding Cranford Crystal under a sun lamp for some extremely niche merch. <laughs> yes, that would be good, wouldn't it? Get AI to do it. All of this will make sense if you <laughs> listen to the Patreon special. Lisa Debrelay said, bloody brilliant episode. Thanks, guys. Limbird said, the mycelium network made Jazzer think he could do parkour in the pub. Hang on. That's out of context comment, Lynn. That's about this week. Okay, now we'll take it. My <laughs> right. network. Isn't that something to do with mushrooms and fungus? <laughs> Kerry doesn't know. I think it is. I watched that Life of Mushrooms thing on Netflix. Mycelium. Mycelium. Mm. And uh, Robin Ben said, very excellent remix of Nolly and Lizzie and Freddie together with Steve Reich's <laughs> guitar phase. I'm afraid I'd have to say Steve Reich is more my kind of music than 638938's brand of punk, Kerry. Though your EP, Atavistic View of Youth Attaining Monetary Momentary Equilibrium, whilst, whilst Drifting to Oblivion. Yeah. Does sound yeah. a bit like the shroom scene in Lower Loxley. Did you inspire a young Freddie at the decks? I love that he's looked that up. He's not the only one, Kerry. It's out there. Yeah, so if you want to become a Patreon go there support us thanks so much to people who do i have to thank our latest patreon laura hey there laura we wanted to say thank you so much for becoming a cider shed patreon please make yourself feel at home go find all the midweek specials and tune in and badger out He's out of control, that guy. Yeah. So we have a Facebook page called The Cider Shed Podcast. We had a couple of comments when we released the Patreon this week. Courtney, lovely Courtney, said, The ghosts of the laurels made me laugh out loud. <laughs> and Dave Howard has shared 638938's Planets Gone from YouTube. Oh, yeah. With my brother drumming, I think. On that. Is that right? Yeah. If it's the one we, if it's the video I'm thinking of, is it the one with bits of Star Trek in it? Well, yeah. You see, I my role in it was pre-sampling. Well, pre-samplers. I made tapes that were literally tapes of sound effects on cassettes, and I knew I had loads of cassettes, and I played them through the whilst we were playing live. We were really loud. We had a floor tom and a snare, like Jesus and Mary Chain, not a full drum kit. Nice. And then a bass, two guitarists, and I did all the sound effects in the background. And also we created films that were really spliced up. It was all that sort of subliminal messaging. There was porn in it. There were things blowing up. It was that sort of thing in 1980s. Sounds like the Archers. (laughs) It's just a night up Lake Hill, isn't it? (laughs) And now I'm here, Matthew. (laughs) We also have an Instagram at the Cider Shed Pod. You can find us there. We tend to post the reviews that we get, funny stories, videos, and all the latest links to the episodes there. And that's at the Cider Shed Pod. That's also our Twitter, isn't it, Kerry? Yes, at the Cider Shed Pod is where we are on Twitter and on the old blue sky. We are at the Cider Shed Pod dot B Sky dot social. Okay, and I mentioned reviews there with Instagram. Any new reviews this week, Kerr? Yes, we've got one new five-star review, and it's from Curly Kale. 
and that's a delivery scooter outside if you can hear it sorry is it for you no my kids have ordered something i think why i don't think you would order curly kale on a friday kerry no (laughs) Uh, curly kale croissant (laughs) is it just me or is the title dot 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 is it just me or is ambridge really as weird as it sounds if you've ever asked yourself that question, you need to listen to the Cider Shed podcast where the lovely Kerry, Matthew, and sometimes Peter will educate, inform, hugely entertain, and reassure you that no, it's not just you. The chat is funny, relaxed, and flowing. Plenty of jokes, fascinating insights, and the feeling that you've spent time with old friends. The hosts are warm, welcoming, and make you feel totally at home brilliant stuff oh that's nice isn't it i i think by the end of tonight's episode you might feel like you spent the evening in a pub (laughs) from some people you're trying to get away from (laughs) no that is really lovely thanks so much isn't it yeah Mm. please write us a five-star review if you can that helps us a lot as well and it helps push the podcast out i notice we are getting more followers more members so i just want to say we've had a couple of people this week tweeting and saying oh i can't i'm silly me i can't work out how to do a review but we do put the instructions on how to do a review in the podcast notes so if you look at the show notes wherever you listen to the podcast you'll see how to do it i think there is a youtube video that walks you through the whole process oh blimey to those that asked i will have a look i promise kerry anything else you want to add well, I'm probably going to eat a tomato like an apple in a minute. Uh, did you notice as well when um, Alice said to Adam, would you mind getting a couple of plates out? Adam went, this one? Like, she said a couple. You've said one. Why would you sort of go, this one? Just get two bloody plates out. What are you doing? Do you think there was a, a regression in Adam this week? <laughs> Yes. I could. Do you know what? I view, well, I don't view, I listen. Mm. And this is going to be a right fed up idiom now. I listen to Adam through the prism of Kerry's judgment <laughs> these days. And when I listen to him, I'm like, is he doing a good job this week? He wasn't, was he? He, he really wasn't. Because when Alice said to him, um, oh, me and Harry have split up, there was a pause and he went, no. <laughs> Very poorly acted again. And one last point, Matthew. I loved that Tracy hates relentless positivity. So she'd probably like this podcast. Yeah, that's not the only thing. Jim correctly says issue. Oh, good. Jim says issue correctly. Jim says issue correctly. Issue, 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 facts matter. Now, if Jim says it as issue, that's how it should be said. Yeah, when he had his heart to heart with Alistair, he said it. That might even get its own jingle. Good. Yeah, lovely. Kerry, let's go off into the yonder. Mm-hmm. Four-day weekend. Oh, good for you. My birthday, Matthew. You can't shit on that, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you pay me enough, Kerry. I don't want you to. Get the glass coffee table out. Oh dear, that's isn't it? Well, that's not staying in. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right, everyone. Thanks again. 
thanks for bearing with us this weekend. Kerry and I were a little frayed at the edges. Uh, work yeah. didn't leave us much time to do bits, but now Kerry's off to enjoy herself for four days. And um, thanks for listening. Love you loads. Love you to Kerry. Love you, Matthew. And I guess we will see you guys very, very soon. Oui, oui. A bientôt. Bonjour. What? Why am I? That's not right, is it? <laughs> I mean, I could, I could say it in Portuguese, couldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Ciao. Obrigado. Hello.